Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Military brass give evasive and false testimony during a committee hearing on Capitol Hill. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, I, dare I say, in my lifetime, I've never seen so many officials lie under oath that we've seen in the last few months because of this COVID shot. And stuff. it's all related to the COVID shot. Exactly. Well, it's all the different variations of lying I mean, in respect to COVID. I mean, you start with Fauci, and now it's all the way down to the military, as we're going to talk about today. So at the U.S. Uh, House, there was a hearing of the Military Personnel Subcommittee of the Armed Services Committee. Top military leaders avoided direct questions and revealed that they do not have a plan to reinstate or compensate service members who were discharged for exercising their rights to refuse the unlawful COVID shot mandate that violated their religious beliefs. Witnesses included a number of individuals, uh, Cisneros, who is the DO under the Department of Defense, the Under Secretary of Defense for Personnel and Readiness, and don't forget, he's also chief diversity and, he's and inclusion chief diversity officer. Don't leave that one out. Officer. Sure, absolutely. You have to have that in there. Oh of course, that's certainly necessary. Oh, yeah. For the military, we need all these people who want to lop off healthy body parts in right. the military as it's possible. Tragic. It's so good for our national defense. We also had there uh, Gabe uh, Camarillo. He's the undersecretary and chief management officer uh, of the Army. We had a number of high-ranking people from the various branches of the military and the Pentagon. So during the hearing, Representative Matt Gates asked the undersecretary, Cisneros, if there was a plan to reinstate the roughly 8,600 service members across active duty, reserves, and the Guard back to their point of service. That was the question. Cisneros said, quote, service members who have been separated, there is a policy, a procedure for that. They can apply to the Board of Corrections. If they think there is a discrepancy in their discharge, they can go and do that procedure. So Gates said, I didn't ask you about their options. I asked about your specific plan. Do you have a plan to get these folks back into the military? Cisneros replied, the policy is the same that it's always been. Service members are discharged, and if they want to come back into the service, they can apply. So... The DOD has no active plan. Gates continues to, pro, to do proactive outreach to these individuals and get them back in the military. And Cisneros replied, our plan is the same it's always been. In that other words, there no, is no plan. No plan. And, you know, these the representatives have a limited time to talk to these various peoples. So he's trying to hit it right on the head, say, do you have a plan to get these military back? And he's like, and then you see as they're stuttering, stammering, uh, no really is the answer. <laughs> Yeah, and then he's, and Representative Jim Banks uh, directed questions to Cisneros and said, uh, there was this statement, quote, no service members currently serving will be separated based solely on the refusal to receive the COVID-19 vaccination if they sought an accommodation based on religious, administrative, or medical grounds, end of quote. So he continues, if service members did not receive or seek an accommodation for the COVID-19 vaccination, are you still planning to separate those service members? Cisneros responded, 
That is up to the services. But no, as the statement said, no individuals being separated for refusing the COVID-19 vaccine. If individuals have been separated, there have been, uh, were separated because they disobeyed a lawful order. Wait a minute. They disobeyed a lawful order? They disobeyed order? a lawful order? I don't think that's the I truth. I don't think that was a lawful <laughs> order. Banks said, uh, you know, he goes on in his opening statement. He continues to press him on this issue. And he talks about... Uh, how the military required all military personnel to get the COVID shot, even if they already had immunity. And he says then, last week, the Lancet Medical Journal published a study showing that natural immunity is as effective as two doses of COVID-19 vaccines at preventing severe illness and death. Thousands of service members were discharged, and tens of thousands of potential recruits were barred from enlisting because they had not been vaccinated against COVID-19. However, a significant portion of them did have immunity due to a prior COVID infection. Secretary Cisneros, does the DOD acknowledge the Lancet's conclusion that natural immunity is, an effect, is as effective as vaccination? Cisneros replied, well, he's still evaluating the results. Really? What? Really? I found this really startling. You know, we've talked about it on previous programs about the inspector general yeah. that sent a memo to Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin talking about how they're not individually uh, analyzing the various religious accommodation requests. They were just doing blanket um, blanket denials, and they even found software that was doing just that. Yeah. So Representative Gates questioned under Secretary Raven if the Navy used form letters in response to service members' requests for religious exemptions to the COVID shot mandate. And uh, Raven responded, sir, I'd have to get back to you on that. This is a high-ranking Pentagon military official. I'd have to get back with you what, on what that? What does he do if you're in the middle well, of well, war? Well, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Did you not read the Inspector General's report? I mean, that was to the United States Department oh, of absolutely. Defense. Did you not read it? You're part of the Department of Defense. And what does the Inspector General's report say? You used form letters. You used no individual analysis. We have software to show that you did that. It's unbelievable. Particularly the Coast Guard, I believe, they had that. Gates reaffirmed uh, that the law requires an individualized assessment of people's request for religious exemption. And Raven responded, whatever initial outreach uh, there may be, but I'll have to get back with you on that. In terms of the process we followed, it was individualized review with multiple levels. Blah, 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 blah. It goes on, you believe that it was individualized review? The Inspector General, Gates says, disagrees with you. The Inspector right. General issued a report in June 2022 that I'm quoting, quote, the denial memorandum reviewed generally did not reflect an individualized analysis, close quote. And the report goes on to say that the average time spent on each package was 12 minutes. Does 12 minutes sound like sufficient time to make someone's deeply held religious uh, basis for an exemption? Uh, asked Gates. Uh, Sir, the process uh, that was followed, he goes on and included multiple reviews. Well, that's not what the inspector general no, 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 found, no. and yeah. that's not what we found in our litigation. And even Gates said he saw with his own two eyes talking to military service members that they had identical form letters from their uh, their denials that same form letters. He saw it himself, so he knew that he could point to that memorandum and say, these are exactly identical. 
Yeah, it's it's unbelievable what uh, these individuals have done. Uh, and they were evasive and they misrepresented the truth. They said that there was individualized assessment. There was not. The inspector general found that there was not. All of the litigation from the federal courts, including our cases, they found that there was no individualized exemption. There was a violation of the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which requires an individualized assessment. None of that was done. This is the undersecretary of the Navy, of the uh, United States Navy, and he says, I'll have to get back with you on that, and I mean, he believes that there's an individualized exception. I mean, the answer is no. What if we were in the middle of a war? Is that what, you know, how they're going to make decisions? I'll have to get back to you on that, whether we're going to use this particular, you know, strategy or not. <laughs> Well, and then they also were asked about some of the retention. Oh, oh, the retention is fine. No, the data shows that you are tens of thousands. The, the Army alone is, what, 20-some thousand under recruitment goals, just the Army And alone? they won't admit it's because of this COVID shot mandate. They won't admit they it. They won't admit it because it undermines their their decisions that they falsely made and right. fraudulently uh, pushed onto the members of the armed services right. in the United States uh, public. Either they've been discharged or kicked out, or those who did take the shot have been injured. That affects our military and the national security for our country. It really does. Well, I'm telling you, one of the things that has been really eye-opening, uh, Holly, in this litigation is the extent to which this administration, and it actually includes the Department of Defense and these high-ranking military officials, will go to, number one, lie, and number two, act as though they are above the law. Right. It is startling, shocking. It's frankly disgusting, and it needs to be changed. There needs to be a complete overhaul of the top level of military personnel beginning in the Pentagon with the Secretary of the Department of Defense, Lloyd Austin. And they're just pushing the agenda instead of protecting our troops. And they show that they have no real concern about the men and women who give their lives to defend the United States of America. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, continue to pray for our cases, lc.org forward slash military. That's lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. Become an active partner of Liberty Council and make a difference in your community and across the nation.